The following program contains scenes and language of a frank and explicit nature. Discretion is advised. Hey, ew. <laughs> welcome. Ah, welcome to Rare Form Radio. Between my fucking nose and this dog, we're never going to get this show done. Welcome to Rare Form Radio. Uh... Another glorious week in lockdown. Dan, how are you? I'm terrible, dude. Why? What's the matter? Um, well, first of all, you, we just started the show with you scaring the fucking shit out of me with a sneeze. <laughs> I was looking down <laughs> and you sneezed right into my ears. Um, I'm sorry. It's uh, the heat wave has hit L.A. And that time of year always bums me out. Like I'm sitting in my office right now and there's no air in here. Right. I turn the fans off for sound, and it is baking. It's like a hundred something in LA right now. Yeah, it's. It was. I think I was out with the kids earlier in the car. Like the thermometer on the car was at a hundred and four, and I was like, "Guys, let's just get the fuck back to the house." Yeah, it's not safe. It's not safe to be out there. <laughs> yeah, it's bad. Um, it's that, bad, and I'm just. Uh, I'm very very tired today. Uh, I'm starting to feel a little crazy again with being at home. Like it's, yeah. it's like I got into a groove and now I'm kind of falling out of the groove. I've definitely been feeling the up and down of it all for sure. Mm-hmm. Some days I'm like, yeah, it's fine. Whatever. What the, you know, I would fucking stay home today anyway. And then other days it's just brutal. I wonder what makes the difference. Just the way you wake know. up. Yeah, pretty much. Um, I think I want to comment on your looks. You look like a little boy today. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> well, one, I'm wearing a hat, which I, I mean, I know I've been wearing a fedora the past couple of times, but I'm wearing an actual baseball cap. But, mm-hmm. uh, so I think that's what makes me look a little, and I'm also wearing my glasses because like the harsh truth is I'm just an old man that can't see and I just don't wear, I've been supposed to be wearing these glasses for like the last five years mm-hmm. and I just don't, I don't use contacts. Um, there's just times where it used to be, I can see, and then I'd put my glasses on and be like, Oh, I could see better. <laughs> and now it's turned into, I can't really see without wearing my glasses. <laughs> That's like, Although I like, I wear sunglasses all the time. I don't, I don't dislike the way they look. I'm not in denial of that. I just don't like having to rely on anything in my life. Mm -hmm. So it just, every time I put my glasses on, I'm like, oh yeah, that's right. I'm old and dying. Right. My eyesight, my eyes are dying slowly, (laughs) actually quickly now. Yeah, we're we're entering the. You've been in the stage for a while, but I'm in the stage now too, where like your body just starts letting you down. My back is fucked up again, and I was on a good run. I think losing oh, yeah. weight kind of helped my back because I lost like 25 pounds. So like, you know, I'm not just carrying around as much, but now, um, I feel like it's back. Like my body's adjusted. Like okay. Thanks for the break, but you're still really old and fucked up. So here's a little back issue for you. Maybe the bounce back will be quicker now. Yeah, I hope so. Oh, you're also but, you're also very clean shaven, which adds to yeah. the boyishness. Usually I'm thicker here and here. Mm-hmm. And I just 
I, uh, that was a mistake. Actually, I know, I know. <laughs> you don't have to tell me. I know how it works. Well, mine was, you know, I, I trim it with a clip, you know, I have a little beard clipper, you know, mm-hmm. and there's a, there's an adjustment on it. That's a seven day. That's my go-to. It takes it down where it's clean enough. Cause I don't like it getting too, too much, you know, I'm like mm-hmm. not mustache guy necessarily, but I like, and <clears throat> By accident, I picked up the five-day one, and the five-day and the seven-day is a huge difference. So it's basically just like looks like I have nothing. But I don't know if you can notice it. You see that? Yeah. The yeah. reason why I always have peach fuzz there is to hide that that fucking joaquin phoenix ish scar that i have right there oh it's not a cleft it's like you have a hint of a cleft lip it's not it's not what happened was when i shit this has got to be 15 years ago now at this point it's maybe even longer i'll tell you the story real fast so i go up to uh portland i believe it was with my wife and one of her school friends, like that she's known, like, you know, since she's a little girl, is getting married. Right. And we go up there <clears throat> and they're having a wedding, like in the fucking middle of the woods, pretty much. I didn't know this at the time, but we get to this like resort spot and uh, that's where we're staying. But my wife says, well, tonight, all my friends and their significant others, their husbands or wives or whatever, they're all going to get a room at like some fucking quality in like some fucking low rent, you know, podunk in the middle of nowhere hotel room, a a motel room. Below the Todd Newman level of of acceptance, hundred percent. Yeah, the place where we're staying is decent, but like we're gonna travel to this shitty place to go hang out with a bunch of people. Now, mind you, I don't know. I mean, I know a couple of her girlfriends from over the years of like, oh, I grew up with so and so, you know. But like, I know who they are, but I don't know these people. And the rest of the party, I don't know anyone. I'm completely alone here. It was probably around 16 years ago because I was just about a year sober. Okay. And they're all drinking in this quality in Best Western, whatever the fuck it was. They're all drinking like from a cooler. Like they brought coolers (laughs) like Pabst Blue Ribbon and Ham's beers, like just shitty stuff, right? And it's a motel room. So there's like two double beds and a room and then another little like side room and everybody's crammed in there and there's nowhere really to sit. So my wife is off fucking boozing it up (laughs) with her friends and reminiscing of old times. And, and I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm being good husband guy. Like, you know, I let her do her thing. I'm here to support her and her friend. And we're um, there's nowhere to sit. So I sit on a bed, like at the end of the bed. And there's like four or five people at the headboard. 
laying all together that all know each other and they're all talking and everybody it's getting late now everybody's smashed i'm the only literally the only sober person in the whole room and i'm just kind of sitting there like you know it's getting late like hopefully we can go soon because the wedding is tomorrow so i'm like eventually these people are gonna have to go to sleep because the wedding like starts early tomorrow you know so i'm waiting it out and there's a cooler over in the front of the room and there's people behind me and this guy walks over to the cooler and grabs himself a beer and this other douchebag behind me says and i quote beer me that's their little clicks way of he goes beer me and the guy's bending down into the cooler and he turns and he throws it and i'm right in the middle of the line of fire and I'm thinking in my head, does this fucking jerk off think that he's going to clear my head to throw this to this guy? And I'm watching the can in slow motion. Of course. Go like flipping and it fucking blasts me right in the fucking face. And I lean over and I go in my head, I go, did that just split my fucking mouth wide open? <laughs> And I pull my hands away, and it's gushing fucking blood. Very calmly. I'm good in those kind of situations. Like, very calmly get up, and I walk to the bathroom. And the guy's following me. Oh, my God, are you okay? Oh, my, I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do that. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And his wife is a nurse, this guy. And I've met her once or twice before. Okay. And... She's screaming at him, you stupid fucking asshole. And she's looking at my face and she's like, you need to get stitches. Like, that's bad. And I'm like, yeah, no shit. Did you go to fucking nursing school to tell me that? I didn't need you to tell me that I need stitches badly. We must have the same credentials. There's blood everywhere. But the guy... Someone goes and runs and gets my wife. And she comes in and she's hammered. She's like... Oh my God, you know, looking at me. And uh, the guy keeps apologizing over and over. Bro, I hope you know I didn't mean to do that. I hope. So finally, I said, Bro, if I thought you meant to do that, we'd both be going to the fucking hospital right now. Stop apologizing to me because it's making it worse. I get that you didn't mean it. Yep. Leave it alone. Yeah. So. My wife's like, what do we do? You know, and I'm like, give me your bag. So I take her bag. I find the keys. We rented a car because we're up in the fucking middle of the sticks. I have to drive myself to the hospital. No one, else can, no one else can help no one, you. No one else can help me. Everybody's smashed. <laughs> so I drive to the hospital with my wife in the car. The nearest hospital, we're in the middle of the fucking sticks. Mm-hmm. I, the nearest hospital is like a 45-minute drive. We get in the car. We drive to the hospital. I'm driving like this, with my right hand like this, with ice like melting on my face. <laughs> we drive to the hospital. We get to the ER. I pull up. I park. The lights are all off. There's one lady sitting at a desk, and she's like, you know, Aunt B from Mayberry. And she's like, hey, y'all, you need a doctor? I'm like, yeah, you fucking think? So she's like, it's going to take them about 20 minutes to get in. They call a doctor in, the doctor on call. 
He's a nice guy. Sure. He looks at me and he's like, he's like, we've been, this has been like an hour since this happened. And he's like, do you want me to numb you or just, he's like, I, I'm afraid that if we numb you up with the anesthesia or, you know, the Novocaine or whatever it is, it's going to coagulate. Like we've been waiting too long. So I'm like, dude, go for it. Just go for it. I'm so annoyed now. Anyway, I'll deal with it. Go for it. When no, he just fucking stitches me up. Like, I don't know, five or six stitches, four or five stitches, whatever it was. So the next day, so I, we, he gets me taken care of. Nice guy. Really did a good job. You know, <laughs> we go to the wedding the next morning. No one tells me it's in the fucking middle of the woods, literally like in a log cabin in the middle of the woods. We get out of the car. You know me, I like to dress up and impress. I'm wearing a brand new fucking Gucci suit and Gucci shoes. <laughs> I step out of the car. One of my fucking brand new shoes gets stuck in the mud and I walk, take a step and it's back there. And now my sock is all full of mud. The bottoms of my pants. And it's not just me. A lot of people are pissed because they all brought nice stuff for this wedding and no one was told that you were going to have to traverse a fucking swamp. Yeah. No one's going to, no one's going to like that experience. Yeah. 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 Even the fucking bride herself who didn't give a fuck. The bottom of her dress was like white, 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 and then like fucking diarrhea color all around the bottom of it. So, you know, I had to sit there with fucking fresh stitches in my face, a ruined suit, the whole fucking nine yards, you know? And uh, this one guy comes up to me. I guess he's like the father of the groom or whatever. He's like a some old, crusty fire chief guy and he's like hey i just gotta tell you this is the only saving grace he's like i saw that whole thing happen last night i saw from the guy said beer me i knew you were getting hit in the face with that thing i'm like well i'm glad someone recognized what's going on and he's like i gotta say you handled it like a man you didn't panic you got up and took care of it i'm like ah thank you you know but so that doomed me because before that, I was clean shaven guy. I was never oh, really? facial hair guy ever. And because of that, I was like, I don't want people fucking thinking I got a fucking hair lip. <laughs> so, but when I go too far down, you could see the scar. Mm -hmm. No shit. Because so, it happens to land like right on that. You know how you have those natural little yeah. divots right there? Yeah. It happens to land like almost exactly on it. Which is but where the cleft lip usually is. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I, I've been doing, since then, I've been doing stand-in work on Gladiator, on Walk the Line. I was mm -hmm. standing for Joker. Yep. Imagine if that was all it took to be walking stand-in was having a fucked up cleft lip. Yeah, it was just fucking having a beer smashed into your face when you're the only sober. And I was thinking that too. I'm like, how does the only sober guy in this whole fucking place get blasted in the face with a fucking beer can, a full frozen beer can. Well, you know the saying, it's no good deed goes undisfigured. Exactly. So you also, so, by yeah. the way, you missed an opportunity because, you know, everyone that listens for the most part knows that you're friends with Dave Navarro. And uh, a lot of people may know that he was part of a charity for a while called Operation Smile, 
which That's right. fixes the cleft lips of people mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. are horribly mm-hmm. deformed and incredibly ugly. And uh, you could have parlayed that into some kind of surgery if you played it off as an, as an actual cleft. I could have, could have, I could have, I think know? it was a little under cleft for me to qualify. <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Oh, like, yeah, it's right. not that fucked up. <laughs> yeah. And I'm 35 or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> 35 and white and have money. <laughs> yeah. I can fix it myself, but I'd rather you do yeah. it. That's but, a good story. Uh, yeah, no, but that's a, a true story. And, you know, yeah, it's still when people see it. I got to fucking tell the whole fucking story again, which kind of sucks. So, well, you can make the story a lot shorter and be like, Oh yeah, I have a cliff lip and that's just over with. <laughs> you can do that too. <laughs> yeah, I could, I guess I could do that. Yep. But, uh, and the reason why gash like that is because the part of the can that hit me was the lip of the can. Oh, I, I, I could tell. You, I, that's yeah. Yeah. It just, it perfectly rolled and bam and just fucking, and there's something so true about like the people that over apologize, especially when you're trying to deal with something. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it's like just let oh, me. Oh, it was making it worse. <laughs> of course, it was making it worse. I had to tell him, like, dude, if you don't stop apologizing, we're fucking both taking a trip to the hospital. Stop fucking talking to me. Right. I get it. You're sorry. You're gonna apologize into me blaming you, and it's yeah, gonna be yeah, a big yeah. problem. <laughs> That's so, some shit, dude. Yeah. Well, you wear it well. Todd's cleft palate. We'll put that oh, in the there description. There it is. There it is. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, there was that. And then I had an interesting talking. We'll bring it back to your mood. And sometimes you're okay with it. And sometimes you're not. The other day, I was not okay with it. Okay. And here's a little Toddism for you. I go into... This juice place, popular juicery. Like a synagogue? Oh, oh, Jew, juice place. Juice, yeah, juice. <laughs> Not the juice, but the juice. <laughs> yeah. I go into this juice place, <laughs> temple, <laughs> temple Israel. No, I go into this juice place. We're so stupid. And uh, I know. And um, uh, this guy who's a... I could tell because I go in there all the time as somebody new. They hired a new guy, right? And when you walk in, there's a, there's signs everywhere that say, like, no glove, no love. Like, they want you to put gloves on to handle any of the bottle, which is fine. Like, you know, no problem. Mm-hmm. So I go in and I put on a glove and I grab a, a few bottles of juice. And they sell a bunch of shit there, like soups and all kinds of shit. So I grab a few things. And uh, <clears throat> the guy at the register, which it's like one of those iPad registers, he's wearing one glove and one hand is not gloved. And he keeps reaching over and looking at my items and turning them to see like the skew or the name of it because he has to type it in what the name of the juice is like, you know, uh, strength beet juice or whatever the fuck I'm buying. So he's doing this and he's typing. And he's doing this and he's typing and he looks in another bottle and he's typing and I'm just looking at him and I go, Hey bro, let me ask you a question. I'm like you have these no glove, no love signs all over the store and you want us to handle all the merchandise with gloves. And I'm like, you're wearing one glove to touch a machine that only you are touching. But with my juices that I'm going to walk out of here, you're putting your hands all over. 
And he looks at me like baffled at first and he goes, Oh yeah, man. Sorry. I fucked up. I forgot to put on a glove. I'm like, okay, it's okay. And he continues to do it. I'm like, no, 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 bro. What I'm saying is, is put those back and get me all new ones. Not that I really cared, but I was in a bad mood. I was going to ask, did you go into this in a bad place or did that do it to you? Yeah. No, I was in a bad place. And then he exacerbated the situation. (laughs) So, which by exacerbating, I mean, he jerked me off. Oh, cool, dude. Not a bad, not a bad deal. So, so I'm like, no, 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 bro. Like grab me new, like put on gloves and grab me new. Oh, Okay. And there's like a hint to me that feels bad because I know he's new. But then again, like, it's not that hard, bro. Like, you're asking all of us to put on gloves, like, and you have one on. You just didn't finish the job. So, so, um, he grabs me all new ones and he puts them in the bag. And this is one of those breakfast club moments where I was thinking in my head, It's clever, sir, but the door is way too heavy (laughs) because he puts all these because they're all in glass bottles and I got jars of shit. He puts them in this bag, this paper bag, and I know as soon as he picks it up, the bag's going to break. I just know it. Sure enough, he picks it up. (laughs) Like half the fucking things break. Everybody's looking at him in the store. There's people waiting outside because they don't let everyone in, you know, like there's people waiting outside. And he had to like, for a second time, re-go to the shelf and look. He goes like this. This is where I was a dick and I'm probably going to go to hell. He goes, so he starts to grab new ones. And he goes, oh, what did you have again? And I go, it's right there on your screen, buddy. You can read it. Oh, and I made him read, go, and then read, and go, and read dude. And, put it. and then the woman who knows me, who I'm in there all the time, who's been working there forever, she's like, "Oh my god, I'm so sorry." I'm like, "It's cool," and she's like, "Double bag it," like, and she, even she's annoyed because, like, what is this? You don't, Get this out of here! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, she's like, you, you don't really need to know this like this isn't something we should teach you it's like a a law of physics that you should know that these are going to be too heavy like put two bags you know like is this guy a teenager or is he an adult that should know these things he was an adult but he looked a little downsy to me so he was uh he was touched <laughs> no, I don't touched. Think he was re- <laughs> okay he wasn't he wasn't really touched but just he you know anyway so that's really something. I was a, uh, I, I was a dick. I'm uh, I'm a little sweaty right now. It's hot in here, but also your story is making me so uncomfortable. Like the balls that you have to tell someone to go get you more bottles. Like, and you could have easily Dude, hold on. You could have easily just wiped it off yourself when you got home. I know, but you know. didn't want to do it. And I have <laughs> I have done that before. Like, uh-huh. dude, I get a coffee every morning. I know the girl who works at the place. Mm-hmm. I see her grab it. I order it on my phone and then it's waiting right when I pull up and she gives them to me. I go to my car and I wipe the cup off. Like I know that there's, <laughs> she's not wearing a glove. I don't say, Hey, you should be wearing a glove or whatever. It was just on this particular day at this particular moment. I was just like, you're going to learn this job right here, right now, or you're not going to last because you're going to have to deal with jerk offs like me 
being a dick about it. And let me tell you something. I'll be completely honest. It's not just an easy automatic, like blah, 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 blah. Like I'm not that brazen and brave as, as I might make myself seem. Mm-hmm. It takes a minute of me talking it out in my head first. Like there was a good couple of seconds where he was doing it. And I was like, should I fucking say something? Should I? Yeah. Don't not say anything. That would be sick. No, you should say something. Say, should I? No, should I? Hey bro. Like there's a process that happens. It's not just, I'm just a ballsy dick. (laughs) That would be worse now. Cause now you're deciding to be shitty, which is like better and worse at the same time. I torture myself into taking action for a few minutes first. Like, because if I, here's the real reason. If I walk out of there and I haven't said anything, I'll drive home thinking I should have fucking said something. See, that's more the way I go about it. Like, I also don't ever want to. I mean, obviously, we have a show. I love when people listen to our show. But if I'm at a grocery store or something, I don't ever want to be the center of attention. I don't want anyone to know that I'm there. So I'd rather just like deal with the Corona bottles than than ask the guy to change them and, ha- right. and, like, and hold up people no, behind me. I hear you. I hear you. And sometimes I'm in that mode. But that particular day, I was not in that mode. Amazing. And I was just like, fuck this. I'm saying something to this fucking jerk. I'm going to ruin his fucking day. So he has a, as bad a day as I'm having. <laughs> <laughs> if, let's, okay, let's, let's play this out. Let's say that this guy went home and hung himself. And he left a note. Hold on. He left a note saying like, <laughs> it's my I, fault. <laughs> no, that, not that it's necessarily your fault, but like today at the, at the synagogue, a man was getting juice and I fucked it up and he made me realize that I'm an idiot. Uh, now I know who I am and I know that I don't belong on this planet. So I'm taking my own life. I'd be like, good. I'm glad I helped him make that realization because there's way more going on before I ever got in the store. Of course. It's probably for the best. <laughs> so I would this. say if you, if it, uh, this is what I would really think. If it took that, to make you take that action, then I'm glad because you have no idea what it's all about. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like yes. I'll take it. I'll take one for the team on that. That's amazing. So I yeah. go to the, uh, I go to the coffee bean every day because mm-hmm. now I want your advice on something. So there's like, because of uh, the pandemic, they've kind of like made their staff a lot smaller and there's like four or five people that kind of make my drink every day. And four of them, are fantastic and it's perfect every day because it's it's kind of specific. And there's one girl there who's kind of new, and whenever she makes it, it's so bad. Like it's like too much of some ingredient that I hate. I'm not sure what the deal is. What the fuck do I do? I don't want to make her feel bad. What do I do? What would you well, do? Well, you should. I would say something. I mean, you don't have to be a dick about it. You know, mm-hmm. like you should just say like, "Hey, you know, excuse me." This has a little too much sugar. Is there, can you, cause then she'll know every time, like give her a chance to know what you, cause that's happened to me before, you know, like, um, put it this way. There's times like I get very simple. I know that you probably get more complicated drinks than I do in the sense that you get like, <coughs> latte thing with sugary stuff or some stuff like that. Right. I get a, it's a vanilla ice blended. It's like a milkshake kind of. 
but I get yeah, like, okay. So like, yeah. there's stuff involved. I get espresso shots. Mm-hmm. It's just counting how many shots to put in. It's easy. That's easy. The right. machine does it for you. And I get four. I get a quad espresso, a quadriplegic espresso. Oh yeah. And uh, <laughs> and um, sometimes I'll feel it. And I know just by the weight of the cup, like they didn't put the right amount in. And there's times where I'm like, should I just eat it and drink it and just fucking walk away? Because like, sometimes I don't want to be confrontational either. Right. But if it's someone new, especially you say, Hey man, are there four in here? It feels a little light. And they're like, Oh, they usually just read the thing wrong because they're making 500 fucking drinks for everybody. You know what I mean? Like, and a a double is the usual standard that people get, whatever. So like you say it once and then they, especially if you're there all the time, then they know you. I would just say it. I would just say, hey, this tastes like there's too much sugar in there. Is there any way? And they'll make you another one and then they'll know. I know, I know. I just like, and she's she's like a she's a timid girl anyway, and I just don't want to add to it. What even better? Throw it in her face. Yeah, you take no, throw it in her face. Yes. (laughs) Who the fuck would drink? (laughs) (laughs) What kind of retard? Make yourself vomit. I mean, amazing. (laughs) Go Eric Andre on her. That's so great. That's a that's probably really good advice. I think. What's no, but you should it? just say something. But you could do it like manipulatively cutesy, saying like, "Hey, you know," and then you have a, like a little rapport with her. And then if she gets it wrong again, you could be like, "Same thing as last time." Is there any way we could do this without too much sugar or whatever? You know. What, what about I mean? this? What if I was like, take a little sip and go, "Wait a minute." Am I on a hidden camera? And she'll be like, why? I'm like, because this tastes like shit. <laughs> Is this a joke? <laughs> yeah, make it fun. Make it cool. Yeah, just take a sip and just Wait a minute. Like, Wait Are a you minute. an idiot? Are you an idiot? This is terrible. Did you rub, did you rub your <laughs> pussy all over this? <laughs> did you bring in your grandmother's underwear and stir my drink with her disgusting panties? Is that what you did, you kook? Or just take a sip of it and just look at her and be like, you must be fucking dumb, huh? <laughs> She'd be like, why? Because <laughs> this is all wrong. That's why. <laughs> oh, man. Fun times at the juice and coffee places. Yeah. Um, speaking uh, of juice, <laughs> uh, I've been getting into trouble lately with my daughter. Ooh. Because be uh, it's not that good. Um, there was like, there's been a few times lately, especially in light of what we were talking about last week. I don't um, remember. With, um, with, uh, I don't remember what we were talking about last week either. (laughs) Cool. Um, (laughs) No, there was going to be a point I was making, but I was, I was having a a tea issue. Okay. Um, I've been getting in trouble with her because daddy, you can't say that dad, you can't say that. And I think the thing that I said the other day was she was talking about some kid in her class. And I was like, Oh, you mean the little gay kid? And she's like, dad, you can't say that. And I'm like, no, I can say that. Like gay. That's not a bad thing to say. And she's like, but you say it like mean kind of, (laughs) I go, well, first of all, that's the way you would describe a young homosexual child is a little gay kid and i was like my brother's gay <laughs> wait it's better if you say young homosexual child <laughs> no because that's way better <laughs> yeah because that sounds like so perverted and gross oh, 
God. And I'm like, yeah, the little gay kid. Like, that's indicating that I know who you're talking about. Mm -hmm. And you know who I'm talking about, obviously, because right when I said little gay kid, you knew exactly who I was talking about. So it became like this thing of, you can't say that. You can't say that, you know? And, and uh, oh, this is why. Because we were talking about last week where the difference between generations, Gen X and Gen X. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. How like it's all the fucking millennials fault and you know, and I had to turn around. And I had to explain to her that there probably are some ways I refer to stuff that maybe outside my own car or my own home, I wouldn't say, but I will still say to my children, you know, in describing somebody, you know, not overtly racist or sexist at least not without it being joking, but like, you know, there probably are things that I'm not aware of that I'm insensitive about or being insensitive about because, and I had to explain to her, you got to understand, and this is what all these young people, and this is a, this is a message for the youngsters out there. You can't expect me past the midway point of my life you can't just change the English language and expect me to know all the fucking rules. And you could tell me, hey, man, you shouldn't say that. And here's the reason why. But don't give me the because it's offensive. Give me why. Why is it offensive? When yeah. I say a little gay kid in describing a little homosexual child, a young homosexual child. Why is a little gay kid offensive? And she couldn't really come up with the answer other than it's just the way you say it. <laughs> I was like, I'll give you that. Right. Right. But, but um, I was like, would you rather me say, and I did say this to her. I was like, would you rather me say, the young gentleman in your class that sucks all the dicks. And she's like, dad. <laughs> That's, I mean, she has a point and so do you. And there's something like, there's nothing wrong with the words that you're saying and put together. They shouldn't seem bad, but they hit different ears in different ways. Right. And my ears have been trained my entire life one way. Mm -hmm. And now you're changing it in the middle of my life and I'm not going to fucking get them all right. Like my, my point isn't, Hey, deal with it my way. My point is, is give me a little slack. Like give me some fucking leeway here. Right. Because I don't know. I'm not on fucking TikTok, and I'm not on social media like you are. And I'm not in the classrooms that you're in. You know what I mean? And so fucking back up a little bit like you like i said you're changing the language the english language right before my my eyes in the middle of my life yeah you can't do that like i, I was talking to i'm sure it's my wife or a friend or something <clears throat> within the last year and she was trying to explain a person to me uh that we were both around she was you know the the tall guy and he was talking about this i'm like i i don't know what you're talking about and after a couple of minutes, she's like, the black guys. Like, yeah. Okay. Yes. Just like, say that. Just say that. Like, uh, uh, don't be afraid to call someone tall or black, or if they're fat, you can like, we, we just wasted three minutes trying to figure out who someone is. If you just said like, you know, the tall black guy at the party, the only black guy that makes yeah, it a lot no, easier. There's no venom in that sentence whatsoever. No. There's, there's, you know what I mean? Like, right. yeah, I just, I, I don't, I'm at a loss. Like, and if the world is changing that way, I'm just going to be the dick every time because what's the better way to describe it? 
Right. I, I would easily say, you know, the tall black guy or the short white guy, if mm-hmm. someone describes me as a short white guy, I don't get offended. Right. 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 You know, like That's what I am. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or, you know, when someone describes me as a, the rough and tumble, terribly handsome, tattooed guy. I don't get offended. No, 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 no. And, and huge cock. And some people you would know, hate that. The little guy with the huge fucking <laughs> cock. I don't fucking get mad at that. Doesn't bother Todd. God, Newman. people are so touchy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a weird time. So how um, how would how would she describe that kid? We're sorry, all of our representatives are still busy. Thank you for your patience. <laughs> all right, okay. Maybe we should cut that part out. <laughs> We're going to cut it out back. and then cut it back in right here, and people are not going to believe what Todd just said. <laughs> That's actually funny. We should, we need to do that. So Frank, make sure you cut out the expletive I just used. The expletives. Todd just launched into a speech about. Never mind. <laughs> that was something. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna trim that one. And the right reason out. why I can say that is is because I know that my brother would think it was funny. He would because yeah. he's also one of those. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was funny shit, dude. Um. Yeah, man. I don't know. I don't know what to do. And this whole identity thing, I don't know if this is bad to say, but I said, I said this to you in confidence, not confidence, but private conversation. Mm -hmm. I was like, you know, I have a solution to this whole, this whole race thing and everything is like, why don't black people just identify as white? Because everybody everybody identifies as, I identify as a girl. I identify as a boy. I identify as this. You know, the the white woman identified as black, who was the head of the NAACP. Well, why don't black people just identify as white, and then we're all the same, and it's fine. I'm really curious, honestly. Or how we all <laughs> identify as black. That might be cooler. Like just just pick one. I don't care which one it is. I'll identify with whatever the herd goes with. I'll just go with whatever fits the setting I'm in at that time, <laughs> at that moment. Yeah. You know, um, I wonder seriously, like with uh, with the woke culture, if if people start identifying as different colors and different races, if they would accept that as well. I don't I, think I, so. I sincerely I don't wonder. Think you- I, well, I really don't think you can. I mean, it's just, it's absurd. You know what I mean? It's just, well, so, some could absurd. argue, some could argue that being born with a penis and identifying as a woman, a lot of people would think that is also absurd. Right. But I think there's more hormonal scientific backing on that argument. I agree. That, you know, and, but. <laughs> When you identify, if you were to identify as another race or an, or a color of skin, that's based on culture that you have learned. It's not something that's yearning from the time you're a child that you feel like you the pigment of your skin is supposed to be a different color. Whereas if you're born a man and you feel like a woman on the inside and go to the lengths to have an operation or transition or whatever it is. I mean, that's a strong genetic in your DNA feeling, but 
to change to identify as a color basically is what you're doing like a race it's because culturally you dig what's going on in that race more than not you know what i mean do you know the point i'm trying to make so i just feel like there's more scientific physiological physiologically the argument is different do you know what i mean i do and so i don't think it would be accepted and it wasn't really accepted when she tried to do it like the that well, woman. well, the difference was she wasn't like saying, I feel like a black woman. She was saying, I am black. I'm an African-American woman. Like she lied. She didn't say like, you know, I struggle. I struggled with this feeling and I feel she eventually did. Right. But she tried to pass herself off as black for forever. And that's what got her. And she was like, the, yeah, wasn't she like a spokesperson for the uh, NAACP, NAACP or something? Yeah. yeah. She was like the head of it or something like. Yeah. I mean, she was yeah. like uh, mastering and deception. Um, but I wonder if anybody would bite if someone tried to like start living as a different race. I mean, you know, there's there's white kids that act black, like that. That's their thing, and right. I'm like, not. I'm not trying to make a joke here or <laughs> poke fun at it, but there are those people that are like that, you know, and like, but that's being drawn culturally to the movement and plight of a group of people culturally that's not and you could argue why that's way i feel inside but make no mistake it's a disservice to someone who's born with one gender on the outside and a different gender on the inside and i believe that that happens you know i mean oh i do too i I totally humanity is humanity throws curveballs all the fucking time you know what i mean and what is it i think we all start off as female when we're in when we're conceived yeah there's like a chromosome that enters that either makes you male or female and that's like most animal in the animal kingdom are that way too and depending upon survival of species is how you get sexed you know evolutionarily so like yeah there's wires are crossed all the time evolutionary wires get crossed you know because listen how fucking deep i'm getting bro dude i'm 40 years old i'm still waiting for my man jeans hopefully they come in soon (laughs) i've been waiting too i'm like i'm fucking ashamed to tell everybody i have fucking friends with you can you imagine like black black people's anger if a bunch of white people would start identifying as black <laughs> just like like no me too man i'm just like you yeah, f- first first white people steal rock and roll then they just steal their color we're all black on the inside america yeah here's the thing man and i, I like uh, i might be out of line saying this or people might take it the wrong way but i don't mean it in the wrong way um we, there, people are different, you know, like if, you know, you, I'm not saying anything about rights or equalities or anything. I think we all have shit to offer, but people are different. There's different kinds of human beings, just like there's different kinds of cats, just like there's different kinds of dogs, just like the, there's different kinds of humans, but we have intellect. We have thought and reasoning and rationale. And some could argue that animals do too, but we have it in a much more highly advanced developed way i think it should all be equal and all that kind of stuff but we are different like that's fine it makes it cool and eclectic don't make it where everybody's the fucking same 
Imagine if there was 3000 movies and they were all the same movie. That's not going to yeah. be fun. Exactly. Exactly. Be, hey, listen, everybody, be, be your yourself. own movie, be your own yeah. movie, be your own movie. And let's all like all the movies, you know? And if you don't like some of the movies, that's fine too. But like, let those other movies exist and do their fucking thing for people who do like them. Like, it's oh, but we all agree. Ridiculous. No one likes gay movies. <laughs> Except that little kid. Right. The, the young homosexual child. <laughs> Also, Frank, we got to put in the description, young homosexual children. <laughs> we might have to change the name of the show to that. Where YHC. homosexual children. That's even better. That's even better. Oh, man, we're going to hell for sure. Absolutely. But more importantly, everybody. Are you staying not safe? Not just me and you. Are you staying safe, Todd? Dude. I will uh, end the recording. Look, I'm don't, ending it. Don't, right don't now. do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. You can't do it. Uh, Have you listened to listening to Howard lately? You know, I haven't because I haven't been in the car as much, and yeah. I only listen to him when I'm in the car. So I haven't, I haven't caught up on him in a minute. He was getting uh, very mad about the stay safe thing the other day. Oh really? Stealing yeah. my act, basically. Basically, he's like, I haven't, I, he's like, I haven't left my apartment in five months. Like, stop telling me to stay safe. I'm, I fucking am. Yeah. And, yeah. and he goes, you know what? And people get mad at, like, they say it to me. You know what I say back to them? You stay safe too. <laughs> he goes, I don't have the balls to tell them to stop saying it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you too. See, see, at least I have the balls. I've been telling you since day one of this quarantine. Like, don't tell me to fucking stay safe. Like, I get it. And then I was watching TV last night with Luca. And, uh, and, um, uh, he, there was a commercial on like, you know, wash your hands for 20 seconds, wear a cloth covering, da, 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 like, like the basics, right? Mm -hmm. It was like a PSA or whatever. <laughs> and it's like, and I looked at Luca and he looked at me and he knew what I was going to say. I was like, if you can't fucking figure that part out by now, like, why are they still running, wasting space on air to tell you to wash your hands and cover your face? Everybody's doing that. Everybody knows. And the people who aren't doing it are not going to at this point. True. So stop fucking pushing it down my fucking throat. It's true. Very, very true. Very, very crazy, man. Um, what else? What else we got? Want to do some questions? Um, sure. Okay. So let me find some questions here. <sighs> Is that your dog again? Yeah. He's just fucking yapping. <sighs> what a piece of shit. Fucking little gay dog. <laughs> he's yapping for dicks. Uh, hi, RFR. <clears throat> I'm curious for Todd to allude to the international government secrets that weigh on his shoulders and push him into perpetual misery he broadcasts and we get off on. You have any new conspiracies? Oh, God. New ones? Mm hmm I don't know about any new ones. I have been getting a lot of, uh... I've been getting a few clips from my international uh, conspiracy theory sources, basically about this whole state of the world that we're in right now. And one of them is, it's not really a conspiracy. It's, it's kind of more of a fact, but um, 
if you statistically look, first of all, depending upon which news outlet you look at or which social media sites you're on, will give you different numbers. If you are in LA right now, there's certain reports that were going down and less hospital visits. And then there's certain reports that are spiking and going through the roof. So there's conflicting numbers. And one of the reasons I'm hearing from my international man of mystery sources is uh, with this thing, this COVID thing, as the same as the same thing that they, same tact they used with swine flu and bird flu and H1N1 virus and all those things. When there's uh, an, a quote unquote epidemic virus floating around, what they do is any virus that comes in to the hospital or is reported to a doctor, they report as that virus, as a symptom of that virus. So if you were to look statistically online right now, you would see that there's no, that influenza is down to zero. Common cold is down to zero, like things like that, right? And Corona is through the roof, which the point to this article that this guy was sending me was half this shit is just flu and half of it's fucking common cold. And when they say, you know, well, they had coronavirus, they tested positive for coronavirus, um, they're asymptomatic or stuff like that, that they're not. They're just, they had a cold or they had the regular flu that people usually get. But because it's pa- times of pandemic and there's all kinds of insurance and money grabs and weaponizing the virus and stuff like that, um, the numbers get hugely inflated of counting millions of people that have other shit and they just count it as this. So I don't know if that's a juicy one for you, but that was the one I just got like two days ago, a whole article on all the stats and that they do this every time that the, the conspiracy was that they take this tactic every time there's an epidemic of some sort. Every time there's a swine flu, a bird flu, H1N1, they do the same thing. And if you look statistically in whatever charts are available online, all the other um, viruses and ailments drop to zero. And the one that is in the news spikes. So is the benefit to like to get funding to research it? Is it is it money related? Is it to get money in hospitals? Yeah, that's what they're saying is, is that it's money related because the insurance companies work differently. Like the insurance, they'll tell the insurance, the insurance companies will tell the hospitals, like count every case as COVID and we can shell out money for that. Right, right. And um, if everyone f- is in a state of fear of getting this thing, then when we do create uh, a vaccine, even though, even when you take the regular flu shot, that's a shot in the dark. They don't know what strain's going to be the fucking heavy one that year. They give you that shot, but someone invents that. Someone makes money for it. Someone gets that, millions of dollars for research for it. So there's just a lot of uh, financially weaponizing of cures and ailments and big pharma and all that kind of shit. We, you know what? I've, I, we could have even done it tonight. I should have called him. We should have my buddy John come on. Cause he's We've been talking about it for weeks. This. Yeah. yeah. Maybe next week we'll have him come on. Cause he knows all of it. Mm-hmm. Much more I just, than I. The only thing that concerns let me, me, wait, let me put on one disclaimer. 
do I believe all of this shit? That's where Not I'm going right now. Right. <laughs> Not necessarily, but I just love that everybody has their theories about it. Yeah. I, I don't want to put out there for one second that I don't believe in this thing or that we don't think it's dangerous. I 100% think it's real. And I know people that have died. Like I know yeah, it's so real. So, so don't think for a second that we're saying it's a hoax because it is not a hoax. No, it's not. But I, I believe that I do feel that if there's any hoax going on, it's the way that the information is passed on to us and what's really going on and what's really not is definitely uh, tampered with because there is the powers of the world that be that are like, you know, we let them know about this. We don't let them know about that. We can make money here. We can make money there. You know, like I don't believe we get the straight story. Let's put it that way. Is there something floating around that's fucking people up? Yeah, for sure. Be careful. Where are you fucking? Even if I believed, really believed that there wasn't something going on, close encounters of the third kind, there's nothing wrong with the air here. Like, even if I was that guy, I'd be wearing a mask. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know. Like, you know what I mean? A hundred percent. Yeah. I believe numbers can be bumped. And I'm going to say something that I kind of don't want to say, but, uh, we're an honest show. Uh, I am gay. Yes. I'm a, I'm a young homosexual child. Um, I have, I'm one degree of separation. A friend of mine has a friend who had someone in their family die of this thing. And mm-hmm. they were, they were offered $4,000 to put it on the death certificate as COVID, even though it wasn't a COVID death. Yeah. I've heard that too. And I've now, is that uh-huh. happening? It may be happening, but that also doesn't mean that shit isn't really going on. And there's probably people right, that no. die that slip through. But the fact that that's happening or could be happening is terrible. Yeah, that's what weaponizing a, a, a virus is, is, OK, yeah. there is a virus, but how do we make the best of it? How do we make money from it? How do we gain control of people from it? Like, you know, there's all this. If you go into the whole five percent or fucking shit and the fucking you know, Freemasons that want run the world. Like if you go down that whole rabbit hole, like, yes, there is going to be someone companies, you know, pharmaceutical companies, whoever big conglomerate companies that are going to figure out their opportunists, the human beings, uh, you know, many of them are opportunists and that goes for this too. You know what I mean? Like, yes. Is there something going on? Yeah, there is. Be careful. But like, do they inflate it to weaponize it? Do they put fear and hysteria in it to keep you at bay? You know, sure. Do they use it politically? Should LA open up or is it because LA is a democratic state and they want to keep the big democratic cities closed until November because it makes Trump look bad. And I believe that kind of shit is talked about at least if not put into practice. It, it is. It's strategies. Do you know what I mean? The one thing that Trump had, and I don't want to get political, the one thing that Trump had going for him was economics. And yep. if you tank the economy, then you take that away from him. You're taking away his ability to run on that. So, okay, we've been closed for a while. We'll let places open up and eat outside. Sure, the little guy is going to get hurt in the end, the little businesses, but we'll regrow again. You know, I don't know that that's not happening. You know what I mean? And if enough people are talking about it, then the the smart people in power have thought it already. So whether they considered it and are doing it, but I do know a, a, a specific doctor that I spoke to that said, yeah, we got mandates to 
<coughs> excuse me, to call everything COVID. Anything that comes through the doors, you stamp it as COVID, whether it's I'm sneezing a lot. It could be hay fever, COVID, COVID, COVID. Get those numbers up, get those numbers up. Now, there's also the angle of if you do that, then the funding does come in to get ventilators, to get stuff like, you know, like, so it could be a positive tactic or it could be a negative tactic, but tactics are going on. People don't fucking be fooled by that. You know what I mean? I, I, I'm under the the feeling too, like even, even if it was like, if the idea is to let the economy tank to affect the election, mm-hmm. if I'm being completely honest, which I always am, I'm weirdly okay with it because I'm so worried about the future. And I feel like it's a, it's a, it's, it's like we're at war in a way and we're going to get a little political, but like, I think the damage that could be done from another four years is much greater than us suffering now and casualties of business. Now, I don't know, maybe I'm fucked right, up, but, but that's my, I without, without jockeying for sides, mm-hmm. you know, First of all, they all suck. Republican, Democrat, to me, they all are fucked. I get what you're saying, and I get the humanity of it all, but they're all fucked. And second of all, this state in particular, this city is blue. You're not in, in any kind of danger of losing that. So if that's the tactic of why we're staying closed for this long and why it keeps on coming back of, oh, we're going to open? No, we're not. Oh, we're going to open? No, we're not. Then it's just, it's a useless tactic to me. Like, you're not swaying people here in this city anyway. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of on the fencers here. So it's like, why do that to the fucking, the mom and pops are going to be a thing of the fucking past. Right. You know? And it's, that's terrible because that's not what this country's supposed to be about. It's supposed to be about the mom and pops. I know, you know, and we're seeing it. All the little places that were landmarks that are not chains are gone. Mm-hmm. Boarded up, you know. The way things are going, that was bound to happen eventually, regardless. Like the uh, middle class is going away. There's no more middle class the way that you and I probably grew up. That's just like a, not a thing anymore. It's crazy. Last thing I want to say about, about any of that, the president's brother died yesterday. Yes. Yes. 71 years old, his younger brother. Mm -hmm. And they haven't said what he died from. Right. I know they're keeping that under wraps. I mean, (laughs) why do you think it's COVID? I do. And I wonder, I wonder like if we find out that's what it was, the irony is going to be incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Still sad, by the way, but yeah, you know, yeah, it sucks. I mean, like, look, I'm not a fan, but like, <clears throat> I don't want anybody's loved ones dying. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so, well, maybe a few people. That sure. Know. Hey, you know what? It is what it but is. I don't know so. him personally, so right, right. Yeah, it's sad. It's fucking sad. Um, you know, right, let's do some uh, listener questions and get the fuck out of here, dude. Okay. All right, what we got here. Hello, Dan. I have a question for your radio show. Do you watch old cartoons and old children's programs that at the time you thought were innocent and entertaining? And now, when you watch them again as an educated adult, you realize how creepy and weird they actually were? Because I do that. Thank you very much. 
Bye. I'll tell you the problem with that question right off the bat. What's that? He thinks you're an educated adult at this point. I know. I know. <laughs> Sometimes people don't know me very well. Dude, there's so many cartoons. Um, I mean, off the, off the top of my head, Pepe Le Pew. Pepe Le... What did you drop, you idiot? Oh. These fucking things suck. I hate these things. I would never get yeah, those. Go ahead. Pepe Le Pew, the, the rapist skunk, is like the most <laughs> obvious... Bad too. <laughs> oh, dude. This is a this is a skunk. If if anyone's younger doesn't remember that, Pepe Le Pew was a uh, Looney Tunes skunk from France who just wanted to fuck every other skunk and would not take no for an answer. Right. And stereotypically, he's a f- stinky French rapist. <laughs> yeah. Like the other skunks would be like, no, no, thank you. And he's like, baby, yeah. you know, you want it. <laughs> and like would follow them around and like, and it was like put hands on them. It was always a cat, a female cat that like by accident would walk under a paint roller or something. So he would think she was a skunk. So he was also stupid, stupid, was yeah. stupid stinky French rapist. French. <laughs> there's another one, Frank. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's, um, there's a ton. Like if you look at the Looney Tunes, like if you go back, like this is horrible to point people in this direction, but go on YouTube and look up like old racist Looney Tunes. Like it's insane what they were fucking doing back then. And again, it was the times and all that, but like, I just, even me who's 50 years old now and grew up with a different, a different set of racism, than is going on even now. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that long ago. And you're like, how the fuck did they think that this was okay to even make this? You know, <laughs> like who was the guy drawing the cells? Like, this is going to be great. Like, you know, and there's all kinds of arguments with Daffy Duck. What was the Daffy Duck? Well, because he's ornery and irate and, and, uh, because he's colored black, you know, he's a black oh, duck. Shit. So okay. there's, there was that, that's been going on since I was a kid though. And I, you know, I don't know that that was the motivation behind that, but I see the point, <laughs> you know what I mean? And it could have been like back in the day too. It could have been inspired by that unknowingly just cause that was life. And it was just like, what, what yeah. was all around you? Like the, yeah, yeah. you and I were planning a segment a long time ago, back when we had, we're in the studio, we're going to do a whole thing, breaking down the, like the racism of Disney cartoons mm-hmm. and there's stuff all over YouTube, like in Dumbo, like those black crows, they will talk like this. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, they also had Heckle and Jekyll were like that too. That cartoon Heckle and Jekyll. I don't okay. know if you, if that's old past your time. Um, I, they were reruns on all the time when I was a kid and yeah, they're like, two Southern black crows that talk shit. And yeah. It wasn't, wasn't like white Elmer Fudd always hunting for that Indian in the, in the, in the rowboat. Yeah. 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 (laughs) There's a lot of American Indian racism in cartoons. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. Yeah. But, and kids love, well, here's the, well, here's the thing too is, is do you erase those? You know, I granted, I agree. They shouldn't be viewed on shown on TV now, like where you could just be flipping channels and you're a kid, Mm -hmm. but that's Americana. Like, look, we come from a country that is fucked up, but like, don't make us into the 
age old adage of like those who forget history are doomed to repeat it. Like don't forget how fucked up we were either. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I agree. I agree. Um, it's kind of the same argument as like the statue thing that we talked about. Like take them yeah. out of the sense that uh, take them out of the town square, but put them somewhere so people can read about it. Yeah. So yeah. that like your call, like the caller said, so that an educated adult can take it in and see the history and learn the lessons and cheat, teach their children. Like this is the way it was. And we don't do that now, but this is where it comes from. Like is important. Not it's important to fucking, continue teaching that we were fucked up if you want to keep striving to get better you can't remember you can't forget how fucked up we were do you mm-hmm. know what i mean mm-hmm. plus Agreed. that caller totally wants to bang you i'm fine with it bring it bring it i know him personally i'm all i'm all for it let's do it um right. what else we got here mm. I know Dan doesn't do subtitles, so I guess I should ask this question of Todd. If you're watching a show that's in a foreign language, but you can't, and you're listening to it with American voiceover, and you can't stand the voice or the way the actor is acting with the voice, will you switch back to the normal language and then read the subtitles, I'm finding that's what I'm doing with a series called Border Town. Drives me nuts. Thank you very much. Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you right off the bat, <clears throat> if the original language and subtitles is the option, I don't even bother listening to the voiced over actors or whatever. I enjoy watching foreign films in their native language and reading. Oh. I, I I like it. I, oh. you know, I hate I just think acting itself is so much better in foreign language because it just seems so more natural. Like, I, I really think that bad acting and the English language go together more. Like, if you watch a French film or an Italian film, and uh, even if you're watching, like, bad B spanish like soap opera stuff when they're way over the top when they're speaking their native tongue it just it's cooler and to watch than an america uh, especially american and i just don't believe there are bad english actors but an american actor that's terrible like just not a good actor completely overacting you know uh where did you put that file you know like it's the worst so i actually enjoy the escapism of watching foreign films. And if I want to know what's going on, I'll read the subtitles. I, I, I prefer that. So it's not even a, it's not even a, Oh, I'm watching it with the, <clears throat> with the English voiced over. And I just don't like it cause it's cheesy. I won't even pick that option off the bat. So a lot of people say that the English language is a very weird language anyway. So you're kind of saying that, a bad actor mixed with like the clumsiness of the English language just makes it seem even worse. Makes it seem even more false. Whereas a bad actor in an, a foreign tongue, foreign to me, yeah. foreign to me anyway, is more believable. And like, I want to hear what they're saying. I want to, you know, like, I don't believe that the voiceover actor got the inflection proper. And sometimes that shit doesn't translate either. Mm-hmm. Like what they're saying, the English interpretation of it 
is not exactly what they just said. Do you know what I mean? Like, right. right. I will, like sometimes I'll watch, you know, Korean or Japanese dramas and <clears throat> they're subtitled in Chinese. So I have no clue what the fuck they're talking about. But I'll just watch it because I just get drawn. I can kind of get what's going on. You know what I mean? So, yeah, I don't voice over to another language is something that I don't dig. Yeah, I just I have a tough time reading in general. And uh, if I'm reading subtitles, I just can't I can't watch the screen. So I'll miss like what's happening on the screen and then I'll be reading and I'll kind of zone out. I just I don't, I'm not very smart. <laughs> I'm just a dumb dude. So thus my comment about how that guy, you know, pegged you as educated adult. Yep. Being very kind. Uh, what else we got here? Hey guys, a uh, couple of quick questions. Who is the most fucking unhinged person that you've come across on tour? And secondly, are there any bands that you think are fucking criminally underrated that you would recommend to listen to that i've got a deep back catalog um keep it up guys got a t-shirt on the way and i cannot wait to get it cheers guys hmm. dan you have been on tour much more than i obviously um would it be manson being the most unhinged i don't know because on like he's as a guy, he's relatively subdued like on stage he's wild right Although right I, I did see him my first time with him in 2007, we were in New Zealand and um, New Zealand is very, very, very strict on drugs. Like there's no mm -hmm. drugs in New Zealand and he may or may not have been jonesing for a certain <laughs> right. white drug. And we've been there for a couple of days and he may or may not have been losing his shit. So outside the dressing room was all this like water piping in the hallway mm -hmm. And he had a breakdown and he tore those pipes out of the ceiling, like was hanging on and broke the pipes. Right. And he did like 40 or $50,000 worth of water damage with the pipes. That was a pretty uh -huh. unhinged moment. Um, but I, I haven't really been around like maniacs on the road. I didn't Chris Cheney. Oh, dude. <laughs> Hitting everybody. He's just the most, yeah, he's just the most even-keeled person. Actually, awesome. I've seen him go fucking crazy. Oh, yeah. He, he has the ability to get to get a little nutty. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, he really does. Sometimes he does. No, I know. Um, but usually when, like, someone like Chris, when he gets to the point, like, it's, it's, a, it's a valid gripe. Like, he doesn't yeah, do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he's been pushed to a point. Unhinged means you're wrong also, I, I believe, True. in my definition. <laughs> you know, like, are you fucking crazy? Like, that's not what's going on here. Have you ever worked with anyone that, that like, is like that for you? That just you can't handle unhinged-wise? I mean, I know there might be a person or two that might say that about me. Really? That you're unhinged? When I've gotten unhinged <laughs> right in the past, you know, right, right, but no, not really. I mean, not without validity to it, mm -hmm. um, or purpose to it. Um, I've had scrapes with people where I just completely disagree, and I'm like, you're fucking crazy to think that, but I, yeah, unhinged, like, 
like this person should be locked up in a mental fucking institution. I haven't had any of that before. Dave. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Sure. (laughs) No, 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 no. It's a valid argument. Frank. Frank's pretty fucking crazy. Yeah, he's unhinged. I feel like he does he does some crazy shit when no one's looking. Yeah. Like he kills cats and stuff. We should find a way to get his wife Gulliver on the show without him knowing to do a full expose and then a tell all. And he doesn't find out until he starts editing the show. Editing the show. (laughs) We have to put the feelers out. All right, we got one more question. Um, uh, oh wait, but oh, there was another oh, question. Yeah, there yeah. was another question there. Um, underrated band with a big back catalog for him. What do yes. you think? There's a band from Knoxville called Super Drag, which has like maybe six, seven records. Unbelievable rock band, and uh, one of my favorite bands of all time. They had one hit on the radio in like 1996, but mm-hmm. every record is fantastic. Super good band, Super Drag, and they're available everywhere. That's how I feel about everything that Mike Patton does. But I guess, I guess they're not underrated, though, necessarily. True. Like a band that, like, is there a band that people haven't really heard of that? <sighs> like Sick of It All is a great band, but I think enough people have heard about Sick of It All, Sick of it all right, to, right. to know. Yeah. You know I, I guess some of the stuff that he does that's unknown, because he's got so many projects, like... Uh, tomahawk and mr bungle they just released a new single by the way which is very good i thought mr bungle mm-hmm. never got into the bungle myself i did i love that i, I you, love everything that guy does did you have There's tickets? people that make fun of me that are fans of our show that are like yeah he's on mike Patton's dick like i think the guy's a fucking genius i think he's one of the only true artists to come out of music in a long time when i say artist i mean a life artist not just a musical artist Oh, no, I agree. I, I think he, he's a, he's a genius. And what I like about him is also what I don't like is that half of his music I find to be unlistenable, but that mm-hmm. adds to the artistic quality of like, he just does I, what he wants when he wants. And you know, yeah. when, you can, when you compare faith, no more to uh, what's the, is it, it's not Tomahawk, the one where he does all the sounds and everything, right? The mouth sounds. What the fuck no, is that called? That, is that Phantomus? No, that's nope. what he does. It's all old. The... This is like a '90s, 2000 something. Oh my god! It might be to be a Mike Patton solo project, but he made a whole record just using his mouth, just and... using his mouth and sounds. And he yeah. also did. Um, he scores films that are, some of the scores are fucking amazing. In fact, I used a lot of his music to temp Morning Sun as placeholders. Oh, nice! And when I had our musical director who did the original score, Michael Tuller, who's a fucking amazing guy. Blumpy. Um, Blumpy, yeah. He, I would play him a lot of Mike Patton stuff that he had scored and say, I want this vibe, and he would get it. Mm-hmm. But uh, um, he also recorded a bunch of uh, albums in that he sings all in Italian that are like Italian 60s folk song inspirations and i love them and i get what you're saying when they're unlistenable but i think he does that purposely i think that's a there's a point he's making to it i don't know i don't know if he's trying to make stuff that people are going to hate i think he just literally makes he's like ween where like he makes whatever he wants to make in the moment so like ween that's a great underrated band that has a back catalog that has 
I mean, every single song is different. Right, right. And I love that band. They have a record that has like 10 songs on it, and it's all 10 different genres of music. Yeah. So, yeah, I think my patent might be like that, where he just doesn't care. Like, okay, you like Faith No More. That doesn't mean you're going to like this thing that I'm doing. You, you're probably going right. to hate it, but it's right. for me. It's for whoever. So, I've seen him do shows where he just turns his back to the audience and everybody boos and he walks off and that's exactly what he wanted. Cool. <laughs> he's like the Andy, he's the Andy Kaufman of music to me. I can see that. I can see that. Yeah. Did you have tickets for the Mr. Mr. Bungle tour? No, I didn't. Okay. The last time I saw him was I saw the at the El Rey here, the Dead Crosses, Cross show. Dead Cross, yep. With uh, Dave Lombardo from Slayer playing drums, and it was fucking unbelievable. Mm -hmm. I went by myself. I remember. Yeah. I think you asked me to go, and I was like, no thanks. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, let's do one more question, then we're, then we're outy. Okay. Thoughts on seeing people wearing band shirts where you can't make out what the fuck the band's name is. Doesn't bother me. I don't care. Yeah. I mean, I don't... If it's a shirt, if it's a logo that I know, I don't need to make out the band's name. But... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't really pay that much attention to other people anyway, so... Well, that too. And also, like, I've never once gone home and listened to a band because I saw a T-shirt that someone was wearing. I've never in my life done that. Yeah, me either. So, stupid question, dude. Be better. <laughs> Do better. Be best. What do you got going All on right. this week, Todd? Uh, I got a bunch of staying home to do. Oh, cool. No, I got a bunch of work and shit that's other shit that I'm working on. Okay. Catching up on that kind of stuff. All right. Well, it's good to be back and do a little bit of a routine with the show. That's yeah. good. And we're going to start getting some guests. We still have like a studio to build and all kinds of shit, but yeah, yeah, we'll get it going. In the meantime, thank you everyone for listening. You can find us on Instagram, Twitter at rare from radio, and please buy some t-shirts, uh, rare from radio dot threadless.com. Um, that's it. I think. Are you guys selling the Shermer Illinois ones? No, but I still have mine that you got me the red one. All right. All right. All right. We'll see you guys soon. Thank you for uh, listening and watching, and uh, we will see you next week. This is Lola, and I'm here to tell the world to stop being such pussies and listen to Rare Form Radio. <laughs>